used to be good friends, but that's all come to an end. Hey everyone, welcome back to We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. My name is Gabby Scott. I have my first guest on this podcast. She's my, been my best friend for over 10 years now, which is crazy to think about. So what better person really to then share her story and be my first guest on here. So I'd like you to introduce you to Amaka. Hey, what's up? Hello. Thank you for joining us today. No problem. So besides me asking you to do this as a friend, being real, why are you sharing your friendship breakup story on here? Um, when you told me about the idea of this podcast, it was something I was super interested to hear about other people's experience. So, you know, that pay it forward type of thing, share my story. So then hopefully it can help you build and we can hear more stories. Oh, that's what's up. Look at y'all. See, you know, we got to keep good people in your circle, y'all. That's what's important. Retweet. So, right, right, right. Okay. So tell me about this friend or maybe ex-friend now about you told me his name is Bryson so tell me a little about that about you know y'all's friendship um so I would say me and Bryson were friends for a little bit over four years maybe going on five um I met him back when I was in middle school through someone that we both considered to be a very close friend um and then as we transitioned into high school me and Bryson just end up becoming closer. Um, we lived super close to each other, so it was very easy to like see each other and spend time with each other. And we went to the same school. Um, so yeah, we just became really close friends. Transitioned into high school. Um, a lot of our extracurricular activities overlapped with each other. So then there you go. Like we're spending more time with each other. We're becoming closer. Um, yeah, he was he was someone I would definitely consider was one of my best friends back in high school. Yeah, as we know, you know, those best friends in high school, you really think those are gonna be like your best friends for a long time. But not yeah, always the case. I definitely thought he was gonna be my friend for a long time. Like we would talk about, you know, just like once you get out into life and just doing your like little ventures or whatever, like we talked about, you know, having like a little, you know, venture together. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. Making all those future plans. Okay, so now we get, now we hear, heard about Bryson and y'all's friendship. Tell me about what led to the ending of y'all's friendship. What led to it? Uh, Okay, there's layers to to the ish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I wouldn't say like this is number one in the order of things of how it happened, but this is somewhere in the beginning of it. I really did not get along with like a person he spent a lot of time around. So that meant I was around that person. And if it was my choice, I wouldn't even want to interact with the person <laughs> ever. Right, so right. that just obviously like puts a strain on the friendship, especially when Bryson knew how I felt about this person and I would ask if the person would be was going to be there when we we're going to hang out and Bryson would say no and then I'd show up and the person was there so it's kind of just like I I am very much the type of like I think my friends can be friends with whoever they want it doesn't matter like how I feel about the person but it's like if I'm asking you because you know I want to stay out of that person's way like respect, like respect that. that yeah yeah 
so just like when you're spending time with me just like spend time with me i'm not asking for all your time at all so and you spend all of your time with that other person um and the other person like it was his friend it was a guy like i'm making it sound like it's a girlfriend or something but it wasn't even, <laughs> just like, to clarify this, y'all. yeah this was literally <laughs> just another guy um so that was probably the first thing and then just the type of personality that bryson had like he enjoyed getting a rise out of people i guess you would say that or it's like annoying people and you know after a couple years of it <laughs> i'm not trying to have a ride taken out of me anymore. right exactly like you're getting older you like i don't know you're trying to mature and not be so short with people and then you're just constantly put in situations like that it's mm-hmm. like it's just you know it wasn't in line with where i was trying to go um For sure. another reason would have been honestly it, it was literally mostly those two reasons right there personally for me um and it just like i said like when you're trying to become a better person and not trying to act in certain ways anymore you try not to put yourself into certain situations but it just felt like every time it was, it was some sort of situation and um i ended up we were we were super close still like once we graduated from high school me and a friend went and visited him up at his school before I started school. So like going into college, we were still would have considered each other best friends. Like his parents loved me, his family loves me. Uh, mm-hmm. Loved. I don't know how they feel about me now. <laughs> <laughs> passions, a lot of passions. Yeah. <laughs> but so like it was getting towards maybe like the end, getting towards the second half of freshman year, and crazy coincidence, but Bryson's other friend, Marcus. He went to school pretty close to me. So Bryson ended up coming up to where we went to school to visit Marcus. And he said he wanted to come see me. So um, I was asking, like, yeah, like that, like I'd love to see you. Is Marcus gonna like is Marcus gonna come? Because like I don't really want him to come. And I feel like that's completely fair of me to say because like he would be bringing this person into my space. And it's not like he'd be leading Marcus like out to stranded like Marcus goes to school here lives here all that so he Bryson just like wasn't answering my question he was just like knowing he was playing with my emotions and stuff and it just like it was just super annoying like I was in a super hard place in my life and it's just like I don't want to I don't want to deal with unnecessary bullshit (laughs) yeah no for sure like that's really what it came down to I'm not dealing with this unnecessary miss going on yeah. yeah like I thought we were gonna get older like there's more like I'm dealing with things aren't aren't you dealing with things don't you want to put your energy into other things um so it just kind of came to the point like after he had come to see me that day I feel like he was still like in the area when I told him that I oh I guess I may be in my skipping parts <laughs> I'm telling you I'm leading to it can I tell you the rest of it yeah that's fine yeah sorry of course I want to hear the whole development (laughs) so um I I can't remember like how this initiated but we were texting and I told him that I didn't want to be friends anymore because like the list of reasons that I had told you yeah (laughs) so um he then then like I saw another side of him that I'd never seen before but I knew he treated other people like this like he's Mm -hmm. a manipulative person and I had never, he had never tried to manipulate me, I, I guess, to what I had seen um, until that moment, really. So when I told him I didn't want to be friends anymore, 
he texted back and said basically that he had been going through a lot and he'd been like depressed for the last four years and he had a family member just die and at that point I was already done with the friendship so I really don't think there's anything he could have said to make me stay because that's how much I was dealing with in my own life Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just like a little bit of me I wasn't like mad but at the same time it's like I've been asking you for the last four years every single day how are you like that real how are you doing and you never told me any of this so how are you going to turn it around on me and be like you've been my best friend for four years and you didn't know I was going through depression you didn't tell me <laughs> right right I can't read your mind and know you these can't. things yeah it's like it's too late like the friendship's done like we're going to now exist without each other and um he really didn't so did you feel any sort of yeah because i've heard this in friendships and relationships where like people whether true or not try to use kind of like you know mental illness or anything like that for a reason do you think did you feel any sort of obligation to like be you know better friends with him and still stick in the friendship because he told you that or did you just feel like because you know that he's manipulated other people that that's probably what it was so you just want to know part of it in a vacuum I still would not have been his friend. Mm-hmm. Even if I did not know about any history of him manipulating people, I still would have been like, no, because I understand how tough mental illness is. And I've had like other situations where other people had the mental illness and then my life got negatively affected by it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, one person cannot help you. Like, I can't put all that on myself. Like, you need Right, to right. Help. Like, a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, I was never <laughs> going to take on that responsibility. That's a lot to, for someone to put onto themselves, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, he, I told him, like, no, like, friendship's over. You should have told me this years ago if, if that was what was really up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, um, he kept texting me like I remember this so vividly <laughs> I was in the gym <laughs> on the elliptical getting notification <laughs> after notification on my phone and it was weird because he was the one that's like okay fine I'm not talking to you ever again and then was like back to back messaging me messaging messaging me. you're like make it make sense right and it's like this wasn't I wasn't too surprised at this behavior because I, me and him shared a mutual friend who like I had been friends with for a way before he ever met her. And he did this to her. Like he manipulative towards her. Basically it was like a toxic, bad romantic relationship with no romance in it. Like that's what was up between them. So I already knew he could act like this. Um, And even after me and him stopped being friends, I still watched how he treated her and, how their friendship, whatever you want to call it, was. And, like, he went as far as, like, blackmailing her and threatening to kill himself. And then if she doesn't, like, respond to his texts and stuff, he's going to put a letter in the mail to make sure she knows that he killed himself. Right. So. so it's like, oh, that's some heavy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, and that happened after I stopped being friends with him, like, a couple years after. So it's like, I was already just very in tune <laughs> with the fact that this needed to be, this needed to be out of my life. <laughs> right, right. Like you felt that even beforehand, like this isn't what I need to keep around me. 
yeah i never ever ever for a day thought oh maybe that was the wrong decision to put him out of my life or oh maybe i should reach back out to him because i would just hear stories from her about what was Mm -hmm. going on and i Mm -hmm. was even at one point like there when he was stalking her it's so right yeah i've never ever looked back at this decision and been like i made the wrong decision all i think is I made the right decision Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even when was it this was like maybe late 2019 I got like a dm from this account that I don't follow and I read it and it was a message from him we stopped being friends like beginning of 2016 this is now end of 2019 and he's messaging me like I just want to know why we're not friends anymore all this blah blah. I'm mad at how you're imitating him, but I okay. I understand though. <laughs> yeah, oh but God. bro, you should see my face. I read that and I was like, I wish you. I wish people could see my face right now. <laughs> right, right. If it wasn't a podcast, yeah. I went and hit that block button. Do right. not allow this message to come through, but <laughs> right, right. Because it's like. I know you all the way crazy. Why would I interact with you? Right. Like, literally affect my life. Maybe try to, like, kill me. Yeah. yourself crazy. Like, yeah. honestly, for a second, it did scare me. Like, oh, no, I'm back on his radar. But, you know, we just gonna pray to the Lord for protection. <laughs> of course. Of course. Keep that at distance. So then, obviously, now you've told already where y'all have been mm-hmm. years prior. So now... 2020 and all this craziness you know where do y'all stand now like what has anything happened since then do y'all straight up not talk anymore what's so, what's been up the coronavirus has really changed my perspective on life mm. and so you know i had to reach out to him i'm just kidding no oh my goodness we are still not oh talking. you got me <laughs> and you probably know this story and i really <laughs> Dang. Uh, <laughs> an Oscar. An Oscar. Thank you, thank you. No, no. We are not friends. Honestly, I would have no communication and not even not communication. Like I would know nothing about him if it weren't for the fact that he was still like low-key stalking my other friend, you know, if that whole situation wasn't still going on. If they had nothing to do with each other, I would have not known about what his what his well like where beings were, how he was the day I stopped being friends with him, which is how I prefer it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we not so, so. <laughs> in essence, in essence. So you don't yeah, it's just crazy. Cause I just feel like there's so much, you know, I feel like in the last few years there's been so much talk about mental health and like reaching out to people and being there for them. But I feel like people don't talk about, you know, the other side of it that you want to be there for people, but there's just so much ambiguity in that area i guess where it's like you want to be there for people but at what cost exactly i'm not gonna be the cost to be there for you no that makes sense that totally makes sense i feel like some people might listen to this and be like wow that's so cold-hearted that someone's telling Mm -hmm. you they're gonna kill themselves and you're just like be like nah i'm good and like now you're laughing about and stuff like what is your your take on that that's a very good question actually um I just understand how powerful manipulation is Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how loosey-goosey people can be with their words 
to get rises out of you and to get you to do certain things for them. So I feel like every situation is case by case and the people in that situation understand like the energy of it and the vibes of it. Um, This definitely wasn't one of those cases where it's like, I'm turning around laughing at the fact that he's saying he would kill himself. Like that, who, nobody wants that. But it's the fact that he's using it to manipulate people to do things that he wants. Right, right. And there's wrong in that as well. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I'm cold hearted too, so. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know, y'all. We've made her better <laughs> since high school because trust me. Ooh, this girl. It's so <laughs> Hey, the growth. So now, what would you say are the lessons and takeaways from this friendship breakup from this story and experience? I would say my biggest and first lesson out of this situation is that people outgrow each other and that is okay. At one point you could have been the best of friends with someone mm-hmm. on the same vibes into the same things. And then, you know, a couple years down the road, you're just not. And it's okay yeah. for those people to no longer be in your life. And from other situations I've learned it doesn't have to be like this big dramatic thing it can just be like a mature conversation and you both part ways um second thing I would say listen to that gut (laughs) right yeah bruh if I had not listened to what my body was telling me about like you need to get out of this like you need to get out of this I could have got I mean, knowing myself, I probably wouldn't have, but I could have got caught up in the whole manipulative manipulative little cycle that he was doing to my other friend, the blackmailing, the stalking. And look, I don't play that. So Right. Yeah. So God knew. God mm-hmm. knew the devil is alive. Right? He says, <laughs> send off that little text. Exactly. <laughs> and keep it pushing because that's what really happened. Um, third lesson. third lesson I would have to say is that I don't know it's it's I don't know it's kind of like cool and beautiful how you can connect with so many different people Mm. because looking at the person I am now like me and this person wouldn't be friends (laughs) right like because you've grown yourself that this person would not have fit into who you are now where you're going in life yeah like it's cool that like we were very close for a for a good portion of my life Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay yeah like you cherish those years you don't let like the darkness overshadow all of it i agree like that's a huge i feel like that's a huge thing to just take from friendship breakups like even things can go bad like so bad so south so negative so yeah harmful and hurtful and scarring but like don't forget the good times too <laughs> Just add- <laughs> yeah. i'm saying like there's beauty in the fact that there were no. those good times there's beauty in so much and it's just figuring out like what those things are and i think that's important i'm glad you really said that because i think so far in this podcast i've mentioned you know the hurt and the pain and the lessons and triumph stuff but it's like okay like what were the good things and the good parts of friendships. And I think when we take those with us, those positive things, you know, we do carry those into our future like friendships and relationships. And it doesn't always have to be 
negative things. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I would say my last lesson. Oh, we got a last one. If they bugging, you got to bounce. Facts. <laughs> Facts. I think it's knowing like when they're bugging and like fight through it and when it's like, yo, you got some other stuff you got to mm-hmm. deal with and that's not necessary for mm-hmm. the next phase of my life. You know, I got things that God wants me to take me to mm-hmm. and I can't have you next to me on the journey and that's just how it be sometimes and it's no hard feelings, ill will, nothing. It's just, that's how it be. But... (laughs) (laughs) A little salt in the wound, you know. I'm only human. (laughs) That's great. Well, I appreciate you, Maka, so much for coming on here and just, you know, sharing so much knowledge and your story and some takeaways. And before we leave and get off out of here, a side note, my intro and outro is actually written by Amaka. Whether she admits it or not, she's surely an up-and-coming lyricist. So go check her out on Instagram at miss.arlene.t underscore music. Shout out. Go check her out. Run it up before you know, yes. she blows up and you behind the train. So yes. thank you all for tuning in. Thank you again, Amaka, so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And I cannot wait to see where you go. I appreciate, appreciate you. Love you. Thanks, y'all. Bye. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now a season's over, absence is your trophy.